right, day 22. Day 22, Exodus 33 through 36, right? So yeah. Exodus 33, um, it starts out and it just talks about the Lord's glory, right? And right. so God's glory is a big theme throughout the Bible. And it just basically means that he is beautiful, as we've talked about. He is majestic. He is holy. He is perfect. Right. And his glory isn't something that should, I think you said it before, man, I took this for you, that should repel us, right. but that should compel us, right? Uh, that, should, yeah. that should move us closer, right? right? We have to understand, like, man, this is something that brings yeah. um, us to him, not pushes us from him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do want to back up. This chapter starts off with uh, God telling Moses, yo, all right, here's the way. I'm going to give you directions. Y'all can go to the promised land. Y'all mm -hmm. can go, but That's I right. just won't go with you. And y'all know how I feel <laughs> about 90s R&B, right? That I feel like there's so much good theology. And I feel that Alicia Keys captured this point well in her song, um, If I Ain't Got You, right? Yeah. What she says is, nah, there's people that want all types of stuff, but everything means nothing if I ain't got you. And Moses says, nah, I got like, I, nah, land flown with milk and honey, that's all good. But all of that, Lord, it doesn't mean anything, right? Your yeah. provision doesn't mean anything if we don't have your presence. And so he's like, Lord, if you ain't going to go with us, then we ain't going to go. Like, you're the, tr and this is all, this is a section that shows, listen, y'all, it's not what God gives us or where God leads us. God is the actual treasure. God yeah. is the treasure. That's and that's what one. you're going to, yeah, that's what holds these four chapters together. God is the treasure. Yeah. Yeah. I, bro, I, I, I read the quote somewhere um, where someone was like, man, we don't get, um, Christ doesn't come so that we could just have salvation. We get salvation so that we can have Christ. Right. Right. right so it's right. like, it's not even just that they're saved mm. so that they could, you know, just be saved and yeah. not have God's wrath and judgment or whatever, but it's like, so they can have God. Right. You know? And yep. I think that like, our, our faith will be transformed, bro, if if we would just realize it's so that we can have the most supreme, right. beautiful treasure in the world. And that is God himself. Well, and that's what transforms our faith because yep. all of our sin um, comes from us thinking there is some other treasure to be had. Yes. So we leave God on the shelf and we go after mm. a bunch of other things. But if, if you really get it and grasp and understand that God is the treasure and you have that, then temptation, all of it falls flat because you're yeah. like, that's cool, but it ain't as good as what I have, yeah. right? So Exodus 34, God is going to reveal himself. And this is going to be, this is one of the most famous passages in the Old yeah. Testament. God's going to con continue to come back to this time and time again, where the very first thing that God reveals about himself is that he's compassionate, he's mm. gracious, he's slow to anger, he's abounding in love. So once again, y'all, don't let anybody uh, that hasn't read their Bible paint out to you that the God of the Old Testament is this harsh, exacting tyrant who's just eager to kill folks and slay people and is blood-obsessed. That's not it at mm. all, right? What you have are a group of people, right? I'm telling you, if we stood face to face with the 
Israelites. And we said, yeah, I really can't get with your guy because he's mean and he's this big, bad wolf. They would sit back and be like, guy who? Not our guy. Like, right. right there. <laughs> Yo, not our, nah, let me tell you about what we've done and let me tell you about what he's done. He's gracious. He's forgiving. Yep. He's kind. He's loving. He's Yo, he's yeah. concerned about beauty. He saved it, right? So it's mm. it's this stuff. Yeah, God is the treasure. Yeah, and so like in 34, like you said, man, like God is, he reveals, the text is set up so good because God reveals his character, right? right. And then Moses, he tells Moses, they re, this is a covenant renewal. So remember the the, the, the tablets got broken before right. in 32 yeah. because they messed up. And then right. God is like, all right, Moses intercedes on their behalf. Yeah. They rewrite the covenant out, right? Uh, so they write this, the, the Ten Commandments back on the stone tablets. Right. Moses is, is in God's presence for 40 days and 40 nights, which is very significant throughout yeah. the Bible. Yeah. And his face starts to shine when he comes back before the people to try to give them the rest of the laws. Right. Now, he's not oiled up with Vaseline like I was when I was a kid. That's not why his face is shining, right? His right. face is shining because he's been in the presence of God. Right. So in other words, what the Bible is trying to tell us is that when we're in the presence of God, when we're relationally with God, uh-huh. His glory, we reflect His glory. Right. We right. begin to reflect His character, right. His attributes, the mm. more we're with Him. That's good. So, yeah. And so, and so the text, Paul gonna is gonna pick this up later, Joe, J-O, right. and say, yo, he's gonna run with it. He's gonna say, yo, yo, you don't get it. That that just wasn't about Moses, right? Right. This was ultimately about Jesus because the glory of God most fully shines in the face of Jesus. Jesus Christ. So in other words, he's like, yo, because you're a Christian, because you've seen the face of Christ, you can reflect God's glory in a different way That's and more good. precisely because you've seen it in human form. That's good. By faith. That's good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, good. like, and as we as we reflect on how beautiful and glorious Jesus Christ is, right. the more we will reflect him and his character in our real Amen. day-to-day lives. Amen, yo. Amen. Yeah. 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 Exodus 33, Moses realizes God is the treasure. Exodus 34, God talks about the treasure that he is, right? It's like, um, yeah, yeah, being with yeah, a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And they're like, you don't even know what you got, right? Let me tell <laughs> you. Let me tell you what you have, right? Right. I'm gracious, yeah. right? And so God shows that he's at. But then Exodus 35 and 36. It's the people of God realizing that God is the treasure. Yes. And you'll miss this, right? Look, in Exodus chapter 35, Moses is going to go and he's going to come or he's not going to command people to give offerings in order for the tabernacle to be built. Moses is going to approach them. And the words that he is going to use is, yo, for everybody that God has placed it on their heart, if you don't want to give, you don't have to. This is only for people that want mm. to give. And in Exodus chapter 35, right, verse 5, verse 20, verse 22, verse 26, verse 29, it talks about those who the Lord moved on their heart, the free will offering. And you've got people who have not been compelled to give to God, but who give to God as a response to the treasure that he is, right? So it's like, yo, God is so dope. Man, all this gold and, and stuff that I have, like I'm willing to give it to him because he's a greater treasure than all the stuff that I have. And the crazy thing is, is in Exodus 36, it says that uh, just the people that were willing to give gave more than enough where they had to say, mm. hey, y'all, hey, fam, stop. 
Stop. We can't take any more gifts. Like we already have too much. And in that, you see how much these people value and treasure God. Yeah. So if if I'm understanding you right, bro, it seems to be that we don't just see the goodness of God or who God really is by what he says. Right. Not even just by what he does. Right. But even by how people respond to how him. somebody treats him. Yeah, like it's like a we all like we all have seen that person in middle school or high school or college that they were dating somebody and you're yeah. like, oh, they're dope. But then when you see how the person that they're dating treats them, mm. you're, you're like, dad, like that's good. This bro. dude really took off his jacket and put it in a <laughs> rain puddle for her to step up. <laughs> like, right. yo, she must be dope, right? And here it's like, yo, these people really are taking all of their rich everything that they have. And they are laying it down. Yo, this guy must be really dope. And it's not just that they are randomly laying it down in an abstract kind of way. Right. They're laying all of this down. Why? So they can build the tabernacle. Right. Why? So that they can worship God. So the, the tabernacle was central yeah. to the Israelite community because they knew that it was vitally important that they worship the one true God. The thing that has to set us apart as believers mm, that's good. is who we worship, worship and what we do. And, and that reflects to the world, man. Right. The links we go to show what we're willing to do to worship our God. Absolutely. And we want our world to be able to look and say, yo, I didn't think that he was that dope, but look at, <laughs> look at the, the links way. that they went to. There's got to be something about it.